Hey, thanks so much for joining me today for our weekly devotional. As you can tell, my voice is a little different today. I'm enjoying some nice cedar allergies uh, this week. Uh, got to go do some mountain biking outside, and unfortunately, outside meant cedar pollen. And so I've been paying the price for that the last few days. Um, but I'm really glad to spend some time with you this morning talking about Psalm chapter 15. Uh, Psalm 15 is titled, A Psalm of David. And that's really all that we get in the heading. Uh, It's just a really short psalm. And so we're going to talk about just a couple of quick things from Psalm chapter 15 today. And so I'll go ahead and read it to you from the New Living Translation. It says, Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? So we're going to pause there. And uh, as we pause there, I just want to point out one little thing. And that's that those two verses use um, what's called parallelism within Hebrew. And so the first line and the second line work together. They actually kind of restate the same thing. And the point being that um, there are certain requirements for someone who is going to uh, go into the presence of the Lord in worship. And that's really what the rest of the psalm is about, is is who is it that gets to enter into worship uh, with the Lord God Almighty? What does it take to have acceptable worship? And that's what we're going to see uh, going on in the next few verses. And so as we move on, uh, the New Living Translation says, those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Uh, Blameless lives, doing what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. I feel like we could really just kind of stop at each one of these and talk about this uh, because it, it names so many different things. Uh, refuse to gossip. Uh, how many of us are, are guilty of gossiping sometimes? Uh, harming their neighbors. Hopefully we're not willfully harming our neighbors, but how many of us are not showing kindness to our neighbors? And then speaking evil of our friends. Um, goodness, if you were ever a child, which we all were, uh, you probably spoke ill of their, of your friends, you spoke uh, bad things about your friends when they weren't around. And so, um, right now we're wondering, okay, then who gets to actually enter in? So those who display spies, uh, flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises, even when it hurts. So despising or, um, separating from those who are willfully sinning, willfully rebelling against God. And instead, uh, the ones who honor uh, the Lord's faithful um, and keep promises whenever it hurts. Uh, So let's say that you you made a business promise to, this is the one that just came in my mind, to complete a job at a certain amount and things changed and that certain amount has now not become profitable. Uh, Well, um, he made a promise, and so here it's saying uh, to keep that promise even when it hurts. Those are the people who get to enter into uh, worship the Lord. So that's a really high bar, um, really set apart, and and that ought to uh, to start raising our uh, awareness of how holy and, and different we are called to be as believers. And how how different God's standards really is for those who believe versus just people in in the general world. 
there's a very different set of uh, expectations for those of us who are following Jesus. Um, okay, so then continuing on in verse 5, those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people will stand firm forever. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people will stand firm forever. And so there's a couple of things that, that we're, we're going to talk about. First is uh, lending money without charging interest. Um, this was one of the commands that they were given is that when they lent money to fellow Israelites, um, those of us in the church might think of like fellow believers, um, that they were not supposed to charge interest. Uh, that's pretty different than what we tend to think of nowadays when so many people, uh, we have car payments, house payments, uh, different sorts of payments, uh, and they all include interest, don't they? And so we would expect a little return on our money. Uh, well, um, at this time and in this culture, the Lord had told them that they weren't supposed to do that to others so that in, in doing so without charging interest, uh, they would be showing, um, favoritism really to their brothers and sisters and be specifically following a rule set forth by the Lord. And then it says those who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Um, their justice system, um, in many ways, like our justice system was, is, was, and is not perfect. Uh, it's, it's made up of fallible human beings who from time to time can get things wrong. And unfortunately, um, being bribed to lie about the innocent. We see a few examples of that in scripture where, where people brought false charges against the innocent and it was backed up by people who were basically paid off. The same thing kind of happens today. Uh, hopefully it's, uh, it's hard to do this sort of thing, but uh, we've all wondered at times whether or not someone was just doing something for the money. And, uh, and so the scripture here makes it clear that if that those people who are just doing these things for the money and not because it's right or just, uh, those people can't enter into the, into the worship of the Lord. Now, on the other hand, people who do those things will stand firm forever. And that recalls the language of Psalm one. And so I'm just going to type Psalm one in over here. Um, and as we pull that up, we look at the end here. Um, well, really, um, ch chapter one, verse three, they are like trees. This is again, describing the righteous people here. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season, their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. And so, uh, in reading those words back with uh, Psalm 15 it helps us think of, of being firmly planted uh, and, and rooted in righteousness. Now, that's the standard that we all strive for. But as Romans tells us, there's no one righteous, no, not one. And so how do we, how do we reconcile that, that God expects a certain um, excellence from those who wish to worship him and yet, uh, we're, we're not going to stand up to that. Well, 
I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so uh, within scripture in the New Testament, even in the Old Testament, in Genesis 15, 6, we learn that righteousness with God, right standing with the Lord, comes through faith in him. And when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are made right with the Lord. And so um, this is one of those examples of when uh, this psalm was written, things have now changed. And so uh, you and I are granted access and, and worship with the Lord, uh, intimate worship with the Lord, even though we fully recognize we are not perfect. But the key is uh, that we have recognized that, we have repented of those things, and we are calling on the Lord Jesus to initiate a change in us, help us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we could be a new creation in Christ. And uh, in that sense, we can ob obtain that uh, life to the fullest that Jesus talked about in the Gospel of John. And uh, when we do that, man, we are able to enter into sincere worship with the Lord, um, even though we can't ever really live up to the perfect standard that God requires. And so aren't you thankful for what the Lord Jesus has done in our lives? I know I am. And uh, I know that I need to repent uh, many, many times throughout the days and weeks uh, in order to maintain that relationship with the Lord. Uh, because, uh, you know, this side of heaven, uh, while we live on earth, life is difficult and messy and uh, we need to repent. But we look forward to that day when uh, not only will we be growing more and more like Jesus through time, but we will actually arrive at that destination in heaven and be uh, fully perfected and live in harmony, in worship with God, according to the standard that's set forth here in Psalm, 5, uh, Psalm 15, um, because in heaven, everything will be restored, be a new heaven and a new earth, and it's going to be wonderful, and, uh, and we won't have uh, the problems that we do now. And so I hope that that's helpful for you. I know it's encouraging for me, and, uh, and I hope that you'll think about that this week, but that also you'll strive for repentance and, and you'll recognize where you fall short and, uh, and count on the Lord Jesus to set you free and be working to repent and be regenerated in your life uh, this week. So I hope, hope you'll do that. I'd love to see you in person on um, Sundays in worship out here at the information desk, or uh, you can email me, jallison at greenwoodbc.com. All right, y'all have a wonderful week.